0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You guys have a number of games during this stretch where even Sacramento the you
1: I think just having the belief that we can we can do that, you know, we can overcome whatever comes our way. You know, sometimes we're going to have the lead. You got to play tough with the lead. If you get down, you got to have the belief, OK, what is it that we need to do to get back into the game? And then once we get
2: back into the game, and usually it's, you know, it stems from the defense, the hustle, effort, getting stops, getting some easy baskets, and then you can make up ground quickly because of the three. You know, so if we get the easy buckets, we get to the line, which stops the clock, lets us
1: set up our defense. Um, and those things are all you know, important. Russ Guberman, Improv Comedy. Deuce proved that he deserves rotation minutes post Brunson return. Do you think RJ and Quentin Grimes can spare some minutes? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. So I was actually thinking about this today. Just from a theoretical perspective, if Deuce, if there was a point to get Deuce eight to 12 minutes a game in the rotation. Where would those minutes come from? And my, my suspicion is that they would come because here's the thing right now, when they're fully healthy, who plays with the second unit amongst the starters? It's RJ. So my suspicion is that it would be RJ, RJ's minutes. Now, when they're fully healthy, RJ's minutes have already been reduced because Josh Hart is here and Josh Hart now closes a lot of games. So, you know, like if most of those minutes are going to be coming from, from RJ. And then if you say, well, can Quentin Grimes spare some minutes? Like Quentin Grimes has already been sparing a lot of minutes. Like he, he, Again, I would have to look at the numbers before and after, but I, I am quite certain that the biggest guys impacted uh, by the hard acquisition, other than Deuce, who obviously lost his rotation spot, have been R.J. and Grimes. And Grimes is down. You know, you look up a lot of games, and it's like you know, Grimes played twenty-one minutes, twenty-two minutes, twenty-three minutes. Like, you really want to reduce him that much more than that? Like the way this team plays on the way they go about their business. And then you could turn around and be like, all right, well, why not take away some of the minutes from some of the bigger guys, the bigger minute guys? Well, you're not taking away from Julius Randall because positionally it's not, it's, it's apples to oranges. It's that, that's not going, taking away minutes from Randall is not going to get you more minutes to do's. So then you turn to like, okay, Brunson or quickly. And this is the other thought that I had as I was working on a newsletter for later this week about Jalen Brunson's most improved candidacy. And actually, no, I had this thought also, sorry, I, I write too many things in a given week. Um, the quickly newsletter from today in which I'm, I looked at all of like the quickly on off data and like how he's great with everybody. But the one lineup that he's not great in is when it's just him and RJ out there. Now, has that lineup looked better as time has gone by? Yes. But the, the long story short, I think we're going to be in a scenario in the playoffs. God willing, they they do get there where I don't know how t- comfortable Tom Thibodeau is going to be with ever having a situation where at least two of Brunson, Randall and quickly are not on the floor at the same time. I think he's always going to want at least two of those guys out there when it comes to playoff time. Now you may be asking about just like down, you know, the last 11 games, I think it's probably more feasible at the same time though. It's like if they're in a dog fight with the nets down the stretch of the season, and it's a matter of maybe getting the five seed versus the six seed, um, I, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, it's a, it's a tough spot. It really is a tough spot. Cause he, he's a, he's a rotation player. He's an NBA rotation player, the way he's playing right now, but I just don't see them adjusting to that level this year. um, we'll see. Hush, what's going on, Hush? Glad our player got their revenge game. Um, just a good game overall. Do you think Portland blows it up this summer and focuses on Sharp and Simons? Well, again, not if you listen to um, Danny Marang, uh, who, again, I would encourage everybody who's interested in the Portland situation, which is a very interesting situation go li- to go listen to that pod. It's still incredibly relevant, even though the game is over. I, I don't think they blow it up. I don't think. No, I think they do everything they can to keep Dame there, unless Dame asks out, and then. Th- so the the last thing I'll say about this, and I mentioned to me, I meant me- meant to mention it during the playback. It was the other thing that I kind of I would love to get in a conversation with Danny about. Danny was like. Well, there's at least this possibility that they could, you know, tank their way into pretty good odds at a top pick. And then could you imagine if they got, you know, the number two pick in the draft and they ended up with um, Scoot Henderson? Uh, what a great trade chip that would be, whether it's, you know, send Scoot to Miami for BAM or send him wherever. I, I would actually push back on that and say, if they got one of these top two guys you know, maybe, I mean, maybe certain people feel like when Mignana's is in a different category from Henderson. And then I know there was an article coming out or something today from ESPN on like the race to be the number two pick between Henderson and I think the Miller kid, who I frankly know nothing about, but just I know Scoot and how highly Scoot is. The point is, if Portland is in a position where they get a top three pick and they already have Sharp and Simons on the roster. I'm with you, I think in that situation, the much higher likelihood is like, all right, let's have a conversation with Dame. you know, let's see what we could get for dame or you know around if he's on board. if he's not on board, I don't think they'll do it. you know it's 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 gonna be dictated by Dame and what Dame wants. That's just kind of where the organization's at right now. I think it's a fascinating situation, really do, and if they get a top pick, becomes even more interesting. Frank Miranda, what's going on, Frank? What's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. What a win! It felt like for a minute, Dame was going to beat us by himself. Tibbs has to find minutes for Deuce. Deuce and Hart just changed the game with energy again. I, it, it's finding minutes, finding minutes. It's like the um, it's like when people talk about all stars, right? And you say, oh, so and so was snubbed. Okay, if they were snubbed. Who who who, sh- who is a non-deserving all-star? That's my response to you now, Frank. Okay. You want Deuce to get minutes? Who's he taking minutes from? And what's the situation? And how does it make sense? You know? Like, I get it. The guy's awesome. He's so exciting. Brings high energy. The whole thing. All of it. Not disagreeing with a word of it. Practically speaking, it's tough, especially when, again, this team has performed at such a high level with the formula... That they have. Um, But yeah, great win. And uh, he changed the game. Absolutely. RJ team. IQ in the... Oh boy. Max, Pool, Hero, uh, Simon group. So, Max.
3: Who's he talking about? Andrew, Max. I have no idea. Maybe he meant RJ. I, it's that would make sense on what this this yeah
1: is yeah it's it's the group of guys who got extensions this summer for north of hundred million dollars. Um, Gosh, you know the the stat that blew me away when I looked it up for the newsletter today as a starter, which I think is like twelve or fourteen games a season. It's not the, how many points he's averaging. He's averaging 19 points. I'm talking about new quickly.
3: Which is very good. Tyrese maxi That's So oh, Max 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 is. Is. Shout well, he out. A, shout out Kevin in the chat for, thanks. for letting me know. Yeah, Maxi's gonna get a hundred million dollar extension for sure.
1: It's not that quickly he's averaging 19 minutes as a or 19 points as a starter. He's averaging 40 minutes a game as a starter. So it's like you have a coach here. Who clearly cares about nothing other than, can you help him win games? He doesn't give a shit about anything else. Can you help him win games? And when whether it's Bronson or RJ is down, because those are the only two situations where quickly has started, in Tom Thibodeau's opinion, it's like, I'm going to play this person essentially the entire game, because that gives me the best chance of winning. That says a lot. And the fact that he's putting up 19 points in those situations where he is starting and he does have a higher usage by virtue of the fact that somebody else is out. It's like if you're a young player who, when given starting opportunities, you're essentially a 20, you know, kind of like a 25 and five guy with impeccable defense. Like, you know, it's a hundred million dollar player. It's what that is. It's a hundred million dollar player in the game today. It's just what it is. So you're not you're not off. Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. Deuce McBride. That's it. That's the tweet. That's the only thing. I know you're happy out there, Robert. Bend, in Bend, Oregon. This was in your neck of the woods, right? Dylan Chop Charles. And one more thing. I don't want to hear nothing else about Cam Reddish. Reddish Hive is down bad. Dear I Say in shambles. Oh, man. Should I say something about the cam hive? Andrew's being like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't say anything about the cam hive." I the only thing that I want, I just, and this is so freaking stupid and naive of me to to want this. You know, I, I I just, and I include myself in this because again, the rant that I went on on cam was that's part of the problem is that you get people like me who are in front of a freaking microphone and a and a and a you know, camera or whatever for X number of hours every week. And you, you want to try to continue to be insightful and interesting and, and all of the things. And, you, you know, just, t- I don't want to say like, you know, our, our the conversation about sports is broken because it's not, there's great conversation happening and, and great stuff. But, but some of it is, some of it is not great, you know? And like, It's people. I don't know. I I don't. We can do better.
3: Can I add to this? Can I add to this as the person that's apparently holding you back from saying anything? um, Sure. Look, the part that I don't like about not what you said or what anything that's been said tonight is the agendas taking priority over rooting for your. That's what I. That's. Thank you for vocalizing the thing that I was unable to. And it's why if you wanted to take 10 seconds and laugh at the Cam high, I'm not gonna. You could. No. I know you're not, but I'm saying if people wanted to, they could because yeah. it was out there. I hope Cam scores 30 tonight. I hope he shuts Tibbs up forever. And what happened? We saw exactly what happened. What why they were there people him. actually out there saying that? That is a thing that exists. And you know what? They're silent tonight. They went to bed early because. The guy that took camp spot in the rotation came up big in Deuce McBride, so, and the guy they traded for came up big in Josh I, Hart. You know, I mean, it's a generational difference. People root for players I now. I don't get attached in I that don't way. Think that's you know?
1: it. I don't think that's it. I think. Oh my god, I, I'm gonna. I'm not getting on this track because I'll. I'll be here until three in the morning. But I think as a function of like. Everybody needs a niche. Everybody needs a thing. Everybody needs to have their ultra specific ultra like this i i I stake this claim mm-hmm. you know this is mine um and and have it be their thing and it that's I, I'm not saying there is something wrong with that, but when i and again it's who am I to say what People are going to do what they want to do, but I think I know why we watch sports. I think I still remember that why we do this, why I'm here. And it's two in the. I mean, it's two in the morning. I'm talking about this basketball team. People are sitting here watching me and listening to me talk about this basketball team. Well, I think I know why we all got into this to begin to begin with, and I do think. I, I mean, I guess to each their own, but we have gotten, we have gone afoul of that. Mm at some point, to a significant degree, where, again, I mean, you'd think, well, if it doesn't make people happy, they won't do it. I don't believe that is true about our society anymore. I think there are many people who do many things every day that do not make them happy, and they are so entrenched to the point where there is no getting back out. Um, To say nothing of the fact that just getting into arguments seems to make people happy nowadays, but I I wouldn't know anything about that.
3: Look, the the thing I always wanted us to stay away from is it being about Cam. The Hive, we can address them and laugh at them or give I'm them... Not laughing at anybody tonight. Okay, I'm, I'm talking to everybody listening and watching then. If they want to do that, go right ahead. It's why I'm happy that most of tonight has been laughing at the Hive. Cam had a rough night. He's a 22, 23-year-old kid. 23-year-old kid. kid playing through his struggles right now. Good. Go play all the minutes in Portland that you can and figure out your way to your next contract. And then on that contract, figure out your way to your next contract. We wish you the best, but that's, that's all it is. You know, the last thing, and then we'll move on from this,
1: please. I actually feel worse for the hive than I do for cam cam. I don't know how much his rookie contract was, but that, that dude's never going to have to, I mean, I I hope if he's been smart with his financial decisions, that dude's never going to have to worry about money for a day in his life and to say nothing of the fact that if he actually does figure it out as a basketball player, which I said a few months ago, I didn't think he would ever do. Um, then he's really never going to have anything to worry about. It's the, like, again, I, 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 do feel bad for people who are, are, are again, why are, why are, why are you watching sports or why do you have a team that you root for? Like, wh- like that you, you, you want to be happy and you don't want to get so in the weeds on this Some, some, anything or another where it's like, I don't know. I don't, yeah, yeah, let's move on.
3: What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I've found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week, right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of presto pesto panko chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate Head to HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool60 and use code Filmschool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Filmschool60 and use code Filmschool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Jesse M.
1: Uh, playback app drains my phone battery too quick sorry about that I blame Andrew I blame Andrew too for many many things all of the things actually we could all blame Andrew it's fine
3: what (laughs) what was the score of the game after I showed up What, what happened the, the you were Knicks the reason. Just, quite, <laughs> you, quite literally the Claudio Cure happened tonight. C- Claudio Cure. I love uh-huh. it. Hashtag Claudio Cure. Hashtag didn't even join till second half anyway. And well, then yeah. what happened, Jesse? And by the way, I will be tuned in to the Pat McAfee show at 1 p.m. tomorrow to find out officially where my quarterback is going to be playing next season. Andrew Claudio is the change he wants to see in the world. Thank exactly. you, Jesse. Uh,
1: Joseph J. Cheer up, Cam Hive. Don't mind the heavy heart tonight. Yeah. Heart spelled H-A-R-T. H-A-R-T, we should say. Hayden Freed. Dame asking why they trade for Cam and not Deuce. <laughs> well, that <makes laughs> That's <sense>. funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. <laughs> why did you get that guy? There you go. Uh, Robert Cross. Is it fair and reasonable to say that Deuce with needs to be in the rotation moving forward? If so, is Obi the odd man out? My goodness gracious, Robert! How quick you turn. Hashtag fifty three wins. No, 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 no. Obi Toppin should not be out of the rotation. I, I actually know. I appreciate Robert for coming up with a solution, a potential solution. Um, I would, I would not do that. I think Obi's a value valuable contributor on this team. I think he's finding his three point shot after he lost it for a while. Um. And I still think he could be a danger in transition. Is there a theoretical version of this team where RJ is the backup four and Deuce is getting Obie's minutes that is better? I...
3: That's a small lineup. It is
1: small. It's, it's Deuce quick. Because again, they're fully healthy. So it's Deuce quickly. Hart,
3: RJ, Hardenstein. That is a small lineup. And not for nothing... The, the reason the second unit, like you said it at the top, that what Josh Hart has done in putting a little juice into the second unit. Part of that is the fact that Obi's out in transition again and he's looking to push the pace yeah, it, and juice being on the wing and being able to be credible from three and put scare into people actually opens things up. For Obi Toppin, because now you can't just play off of the guys on the wing like Deuce or like Hart. You actually have to respect these three-point shooters, which will lead to cutting opportunities and lob opportunities.
1: Yes, to all of that. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. Activating Obi Toppin is a big deal for this team if they want to try to win games in the playoffs. And so that's one thing. And two, not everything has to be black and white. It's not that you're in or you're out. I understand. It certainly feels like this that way under this head coach, who is perhaps the most black and white coach in the league that we have. But even under him, I have faith in like, again, things aren't going well in a playoff game. They're down 12 in the first half because they're just, uh, eh, eh, eh. I don't, I don't put it past him to throw Deuce in the game and see if he can he can inspire a little energy. I think we we could get that. I really do. That's my hope. Actually, my hope is not that because I don't want them to play poorly in a playoff game. Uh, Greg Moran, back at the five. Huge dub. Honestly, think this stretch without Jalen Brunson is important in a weird way. I know exactly what you mean, and I completely agree. The depth of the squad. Insert Christmas
3: vacation gif.
1: It's a butte, Clark. It's a butte. <laughs> um, trying to think which gif
3: he's talking about. So I have a very... A uh, shameful confession to make. If I've you're never, gonna Christ- tell me I've never seen. I've never seen Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I've never seen Christmas Vacation. Okay. I'm Pastor Hiram's son. When was I gonna? When was I gonna be allowed to see that movie? So I eventually saw other movies when I got older, but you know there are certain things from this era, of, especially of comedy, where I haven't seen. So shame on me for not getting the reference of the of the gift.
1: I'm I'm wondering if it's if he's referring to the pool that Clark wants to put in, which of course you, is a reference you will not get because you've never seen the movie. Uh, Christmas Vacation is not only my favorite Christmas movie, it is in the running for certainly top 10 comedies of all time for me.
3: You you need to correct this. I will rectify it. Okay. You watch Breaking Bad, I'll watch Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Breaking Bad
1: is a TV show that lasts like many, many hours. Christmas Vacation is two hours. And it's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Watch Mm -hmm. Christmas Vacation. Please. Danny Gardner. When RJ gets trapped, he needs to get in the habit of taking a few steps back. I like that. Opens up the short roll and then the threes. The Blazers ran it a bunch in the first half. Um, Yeah, I think pulling it back is a good idea. I also think just like maybe moving it quicker. Because like I I still don't feel like on on the majority of when RJ gets the ball and like they crowd him like sometimes there's a quick pass there that is there to be made that he maybe doesn't see or or whatever so I think both of those things would be good pieces of advice um, thanks Danny as always appreciate you man Q left blank I heart Josh and so glad no fourth consecutive head case Julius
3: Randall um. Was Julius a headcase? This road trip, there were moments where Laker game. What was it? No, the Clipper game. When he, well, the Clipper game, I know, but what- yeah, fourth consecutive headcase. I'm-, I'm wondering that. So maybe not. That th- that might be compounding the entire trip into one, one moment. But uh, I hear you. Yeah, I I think we all That's- at times got very frustrated with Julius, especially in that Clipper game, and. <clears throat> Listen, this is the difference between last year and this year. Actually, bounced back, helped them win the Laker game, and was part of the onslaught in the second half tonight. You know, onslaught's a good term. Pac Daddy 23. Let's go, Knicks. A little sloppy in the first half.
1: Um, yeah, sloppy is a good word for it. Sloppy, like kind of sloggy, which is a word that I've invented, but glad they pulled it out. Shout out to all you degenerates still up and Adam, game four of the West Coast road trip. Shout out to all of y'all guys and gals. Thank you. Luke Stone. Hardenstein has been impacting winning so much without scoring. His effort on the glass and defense as well as his passing are so impressive. I will again uh, reiterate, what am I supposed to do with stars of the game tomorrow? Isaiah Hardenstein had zero points, and it feels very wrong to not give him a star of the game.
3: What do you do with stars of the game?
1: Jeez. I mean, McBride's getting the top one. Josh Hart the next.
3: I feel like I've been giving Josh Hart a lot of love in stars of the game. Look, the the three plus minus leaders are Josh Hart I plus know. 26, Hartenstein plus 20, Deuce McBride plus 17. The issue was Hart also. Hart was when he was good, he was amazing.
1: All the things he did were amazing. He was also not great in his coverage of Dame. He had a couple turnovers there. So, like, there was a downside there, but, like, honestly, putting either quickly or Barrett
3: ahead of Hart also feels just not... It feels wrong.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I would have Josh Hart. He got... He also had a triple-double tonight. I would absolutely have Josh. And he had three steals. You know? Like, I... I, would, I That would be my two-star. And then I flip think, a coin between Julius... I, Quick Pick the starter. Julius RJ quickly. I
1: gotta say, I'm... Kind of leaning Hardenstein with his big fat zero points for the third I one. Really, so it's an all
3: bench stars of the I game. Really thought
1: Hardenstein had a really great game. Yeah, you know he didn't need to score. That wasn't his role tonight, and that's fine. You know, I I don't know, but also I mean I meant what I said early on when I said RJ's buckets were big, but I mean quickly's buckets were big, but. I, Stupid exercise. <laughs> uh, RJ team, Mavs literally changed our entire franchise around in more ways than one. Mm. Not great.
3: Not great, Bob. No. Or Mark Cuban, I guess. No, it no. Mark, Jason. Jason. Yeah. Who's so, the, the recent, mm. former Nike exec that runs the team now? Oh, I don't, I don't Nico. Know. Nico. Yeah. Nico Harrison. Yeah. Yes not what you want. What Johnny you want. Chiba! What's going on, Johnny? Deuce chills. I know
1: you've always been very high on Deuce. Um, the Deuce Hive. I'm here for the Deuce Hive. Breakthrough game. Yippee! Heart plus heart plus OB equals H2O. Oh, I like that. H2O. Hmm. Um, and which is uh, accurate for the chemistry because it's two hydrogen atoms and one um, oxygen uh, atom forming a covalent bond. Anyway, uh, ball. You know that you're a teacher. Uh, ball movement. Hashtag start heart less first quarter third quarter minutes for Julius Randall. Um, equals minutes to f- hashtag free ob hashtag Nixon on
3: crack. Mm. Thank you, Johnny. Pass me what you've got, Johnny. Jeez. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can handle that mm. Haitian
1: Ferg didn't mean to be a wet blanket earlier Haitian you're never a wet blanket we love you here man just have a problem with the Tibbs hate I still remember the Isaiah days and the Ramis days and feel that as a fan base we should judge Tibbs entire body of work I mean look you're, you're obviously preaching to the choir there and why how do you feel John <laughs> um, I'll go back to the same stuff I said two years ago there was a certain something that needs to be said for Bringing accountability and integrity and just lots of positive qualities to an organization that seemed to uh, be unable to attain many of those for whatever reason for a very long time. And uh, yeah, he's, he's, I, I think he's had a really good year. So I'm obviously fine with anyone who would like to give him some credit for that. Ron Severe or Severe, why does IQ start the game deferring to Randall constantly instead of being aggressive um i think that's part of their game plan is to get Randall going and i mean i don't know that i could sit here and be like it's that's a bad plan because it's worked a lot really well this year <laughs> and i you know it's like i, I, I don't I, I look. I, this is this could be the most wildly off base thing I've ever said for all I know, but I'm going to say it anyway because maybe it's true. Julius Randle has seemingly willingly ceded closing responsibilities to Jalen Brunson this year, and I wonder if there was not some consideration given over the course of whatever it is the off season this year, this and that to like, okay, Julius is our starter, Jalen is our closer. And that is a great way to make sure everybody's happy. And I'm not trying I am not trying to imply that like Julius cares about his numbers only. and Julius like worries more about this point score than like win. Like I'm not trying to imply any of that. But it is kind of a nifty little formula that they've stumbled upon. Now, could IQ be a little bit more assertive? Sure. absolutely. Um, but you're also talking about a guy who is still learning the balance between scoring and dishing it as a, someone who's stepping into the point guard position for Jalen Brunson. So, you know, there's a lot of considerations at play, I think. I'll say. Kevin Daniszewski, if the Blazers get Wemby,
3: then do they get a star? <laughs> Man, if they got Wemby Minyama, it'd be wild. It's literally the one... There was a lot discussed in that conversation with Danny, and be just to go behind the scenes. We talked for like an hour afterwards. He oh, has some takes on Aaron Rodgers and some connections as well that we able to. We were able to talk football and then like life afterwards as well. Cool, um, but uh, that that's the one thing when he was like Riley would blow it up and then bam's a blazer, and it's like because. I wanted to respectfully be like, so given the track record of attracting free agents to Portland, how is this happening? You know, I, I think it,
1: I'm not putting this on him. I think it's maybe true of fan, not just Blazers fans, but other fans like we can't possibly sit here in New York and emotionally process what Damian Lillard means to that fan base we don't have the capability because we don't have a player to compare to other than Patrick Ewing. And it's not the same because of the New York market, you know, uh, and it, and how it kind of like, it's a much tougher market, you know, but like Dame to them is,
3: I mean, you know, he's everything. And then so there's a little, he, he's everything. Everywhere, all at once, John. There's a thing that he said over the summer when we talked to him that stood out to me about Portland's relationship with their all-time greats and how like Bill Walton, how that ended, how Clyde Drexler ended, um, the Jail Blazers and the reputation they had and like Rashid was forced out. Um, could even Aldridge, you could even throw on that list. Yeah, Marcus Aldridge is on that list. Um, and then Dame, on the other hand, has been a, a loyal soldier, has refused to do what the rest of the league has done and uh, go join up and just kind of accepted that this is this is where he wants to be. This is where he wants to live. It's where he wants to finish his career. And that even if he doesn't win a championship in Portland, and this is where I'm looking forward to his conversation with JJ Redick. Um, he's the guest for the old man of the three this week. Um the fact that they finally will get someone that just plays their whole career with the Blazers retires with the Blazers. And then his n- numbers in the rafters and he's a luminary forever is apparently something that matters to them. You know, it, it can, and it, it does, and it should. And I think adding to the
1: complications are the fact that as Danny correctly pointed out, this is a player who's having his greatest offensive season. Um And I, I don't know how we're supposed to judge offense anymore in comparison to history, but like because the, the, the sport is just, mm-hmm. <laughs> the sport is very different this year, but like he's he's putting up numbers that we haven't seen, you know, in the way that he's putting them up. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ron with another one. I know he's starting, but I like to see quick run with the second unit more. He plays better with the bench unit like in the third quarter tonight. So basically you're, you're asking for, well, Brunson is out for quickly to get the no pun intended quick hook and then come back in and run with the second unit. And the, the reason that's kind of dicey is no, well, maybe not. I was going to say, cause then you're relying on just, you're relying on Julius and RJ and you, who's your point guard out there? Well, I guess you, Maybe you're summoning Deuce earlier? I, guess, I, I don't know. It's tough. Um, I personally have no issue with how they're using him, but I, I appreciate the sentiment. No, oh, that's it. The end. The end. It's only 2.06 in the morning.
3: <laughs> Nothing else you want to talk about? No. I. This is a fun half of basketball game. A fun full night of sports between... You know, the fact, whatever is going on with the, the NFL free agency, Um, there's a, the World Baseball Classic is going on right now. I know I'm wearing a Mets hat at the moment. I have not watched a pitch of this event because it's not real. Um, and then, you know, watched a hockey game and then watched a half a basketball game where they were outstanding with you guys. So I had a fun night. I also had a fun night.
1: I would just say, and I said this on halftime, I'll say it again. I'm so thankful this is the last West Coast game. I feel like every last West Coast game of the season, I want to pop a bottle of champagne because I am not going to miss these sorts of hours, especially since I attempted, and God bless my wife, who accommodates me to no degree with the schedule and what have you, was like, it was 7 o'clock, 7.15. She's like, Go take your nap. I could not for the life of me fall asleep. Ah, damn! Hate that. Dish didn't it. It wasn't happening. And then eventually, I gave it some time. And then eventually, I just came in here and laid on the couch and watched. Well, of course, watch basketball for you know an hour and a half, two hours before tip off. This um,
3: might actually be the place to end with because you probably watched some of the game. What? Den- what Denver team are we watching on Saturday? Yeah, no, I know. I, the games
1: I was watching, I watched the Denver game. I watched the Brooklyn game. And then is there one other game that I think I watched a decent amount of? Maybe Those those were the main two. I don't know what's going on with Denver. Um, but mm. I'd be worried a little bit. A little bit if I was a Denver fan. Um, I thought the Nets were very impressive at times tonight. And
3: the Oklahoma City Thunder were also very impressive at times so, tonight. Just I looked ahead at the Nets schedule. Um, it's not easy and specifically these next four games. So they are in at home against Sacramento tomorrow. So when you're hearing this on the 16th, they are home against Sacramento. Then they play Denver again, this time Den- at Den- home. Denver is a, as a back-to-back, they play the Knicks on Saturday. Then, then they play Brooklyn on Sunday. Then it's a, an away and away way in a way, no, it's a home and home where they play Cleveland twice on Tuesday and Thursday next week, both in Brooklyn. Then they welcome Miami. No, I see. I'm reading the schedule wrong. Then they go to Miami and they go to Orlando. Yep. No, it's, it's not easy. And, and but
1: look, they're playing well. I thought they played well for long stretches tonight. McCall is really, it's not maybe consistent, but he's, he
3: is, he's playing a near all-star level. Um, I'd argue it's consistent. I'm seeing nothing but 30 point games in his game log right now.
1: No, the numbers are there, but like there was a stretch tonight in the third quarter where they really needed. They just really needed somebody to like step up and like stop the bleeding. And it was, I mean, I'm again, we're asking a lot of this player who was, you know, known as like the best role player in the league, not too long ago. And now we're, we're maybe thinking of him in a different way. Um, yeah, interesting stuff that's going on. I'm just, you know, I'm looking at two numbers. Knicks are one ahead of Brooklyn, and they are three and a half up on Miami, who is a team that I am not, still not ready to ignore. No stretch of the imagination am I ready to ignore the Miami Heat.
3: I'll, I'll ignore them for both of us. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Uh, Angel Claudio, you're a champ. John Macri, you are, what's a, you're a Sasquatch. covalent, you're a covalent bond. No, I'm a Sasquatch. So you got found at halftime tonight or yes. in the middle of the third quarter. So you're right? a you're a trail cat is what you are, John. I am a trail cat. That is, a, yeah. that is how we ended tonight. Uh,
1: shout out to all the trail cats out there. And uh, shout out to, of course, everybody still watching and who checked us out tonight and who is listening on the podcast tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. Like the video. Uh, give us a rating if you're doing the podcast thing. Those help us out. And uh, subscribe to anything you're not subscribed to that has the Knicks Film School name on it. Because why wouldn't you want to do that? We will be back on Saturday for the post game after Denver. On here, we also got uh, Jeremy and me recording tomorrow night. Casual Friday crew, pregame for Denver, all the things.
3: Yep, all the all things. The, all the full, full days of programming while the Knicks are off for the next couple of days. All right. We'll see you soon, guys. Take care.